It's HPR, All Things Considered, and I'm Dave Lawrence with our latest Off the Road. Find all the interviews at hawaiipublicradio.org slash off the road and get links to the podcast. Today, it's Pete Sears, a bassist, keyboardist, and on some of the biggest rock songs of all time. Can you imagine playing with Rod Stewart on all these hits? When you speak my name, it's just not the same. And Pete's also on a truckload of classics from Jefferson Starship. share incredible experiences with Jerry Garcia and the Grateful Dead, too. And he's back with current project Moon Alice, featuring Lester Chambers of the Chambers Brothers and a new EP, Full Moon Alice Volume 1, with this tasty remake of the Chambers Brothers epic, Time Has Come Today. Time has come today! It's Pete Sears with us on HPR's All Things Considered. A real pleasure, brother. Thank you so much for doing this. Good to be here, Dave. Which island are you on? Oahu and in Honolulu. All right, nice. Yeah, right down the street from the Diamond Head Crater, where you were in the early 70s. I remember it well. As much as I can remember anything these days. It was New Year's Day of 73. That's right. You know, we had Neil Sean on guitar. It's just before Journey. Yeah. Greg Rico from Sly Stone on drums, and I played bass. It was called Sears Sean Rico, and we played the Diamond Head Crater Festival. It was an amazing amazing experience to see all those people out there you know just being in Hawaii you know looking at the uh, crater in the ocean in the distance and it's just a wonderful place to have a concert yeah so that's the only time I did the crater festival but when I was with Jefferson Starship 74 onwards we used to play Honolulu we'd always put the Hawaii show at the tail end of a long tour you know (laughs) My wife and I, Jeanette, would go off into the islands, and maybe Hana or something. We used to rent a house in Hana. Wow. That was special. Go to the seven sacred pools, and we'd hike up the falls and swimming in the rock pools. And incredible memories, you know, and meeting some wonderful people we got to know. You made a connection yeah. over there, it sounds like, on Maui. Oh, yeah. All the Hawaiian islands have a special place for Jeanette and I. Well, that's fantastic. Now, you're joining us today, uh, Bay Area, I guess. Yeah, San Rafael. New release. You've got this current band, Moon Alice, which is probably a new name, I'm sure, to almost everybody who's listening. It includes Lester Chambers. Now, that's someone they'll know from the Chambers Brothers. Time has come today. Explain the musical, psychedelic, soul kind of sound that you're after. Moon Alice, we've been around a little while in a different form, you know. Then we heard about Lester. We introduced to Lester Chambers and his son, Dylan Chambers. Mm -hmm. Everything just clicked. Then the T-Sisters got involved with us. Their harmonies are just unbelievable. So we get a chance to play a lot of great material, new and old. And this new EP really demonstrates that new and old thing. And one of the tunes is Turn On Your Love Light, tune The Grateful Dead would play a lot. 
you've got a long connection to the Grateful Dead, and I guess you could say it culminated when the late, great Brent Midland, their keyboardist, passed away in the summer of 1990, and you got the chance to actually audition to be in the Grateful Dead. Tell us that story and perhaps start it when your relationship with the Grateful Dead began. Oh, okay. It was 1970, and I was with a band called Stoneground, come to America in 1969 for the first time. We were renting a house in Mill Valley, and somebody introduced me to John Cipollino from Quicksilver. Legendary guitarist. Yeah, and we really hit it off. Ended up living in his gun room, (laughs) antique gun room, which is both politically incorrect right now, but but it was was a, a room full of these old Wild West things. But anyway, I was also good friends with Richard Gossett from KSAM. FM radio. Ah. And he said, why don't you bring some guys down and we'll try doing an impromptu sort of broadcast from the record library here. And so I talked to John, he called Jerry and Bobby and we came wow. down. Mario Cipollina was John's younger brother who ended up with Huey Lewis years later, you know, <laughs> um, he came down on bass and Bobby sang Silver Threads and Golden Needles and all this stuff. And Jerry was on pedal steel guitar. I'm playing the old upright piano we set some mics up in the record library where all the yeah. all the albums are lots of dead air space and Jerry quipping and all on live on air. We all hit it off, you know, and uh, I went off back to England to play with uh, Rod Stewart on Every Picture Tells a Story. After that album, I came back to the States with Long John Baudry Blues Band playing bass. And Jerry, during that tour, he asked me to play piano on his solo album, but I couldn't do it because I was out on the road. But anyway left starship i was miserable so jerry and i just started playing together and we were doing a benefit so i asked jerry if he wanted to come down and sit in with us and he came down and jerry just stood back there having a fantastic time so our paths were interwoven he was a good friend anyway i was down in big Sur camping and then we heard about brent dying in the grateful dead and i thought about it i thought shall i call jerry and i thought nah it's just too weird to call right away after something like that happened it seemed tasteless to do that but it was on my mind you know then i came back and I, jerry said well you said well, we said you don't really sing though right jerry had played on my solo album watchfire i was singing on that sort of you know and so jerry he said oh yeah well god yeah great you know and he gave me a big cardboard box full of tapes and books you know with grateful dead songs so i started trying to learn this stuff and then jerry and bobby came over to my house we had a nice played the piano i said okay great you know and then they went downstairs and we worked on some songs and somebody had given me some information that they wanted some synthesizer i didn't really want to replace the b3 and piano thing and my head was completely the opposite direction right so i kind of psyched myself out anyway people at the office were saying oh, you got the gig you got the gig all the road crew were telling me, you've got the gig, man. It's great. And I said, I don't know. I just don't get that feeling. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. And sure enough, I went out there and Vince was sitting there when I went to Front Street, played with them, you know, and it went okay. So you played with the um, whole band too at Front Street. Yeah, yeah. And as I was leaving, Vince was sitting there. I didn't feel good about it. And I went and sat with Bob Hunter. Vince Welnick of the tubes he's talking about, who ended up getting the dead gig. And then many years after that, uh, committed suicide. And then I uh, got the call and Jerry was telling me that I was going to be the second choice, right? So I thought, okay, that's good, you know, but I think Vince, I loved his singing. Somebody told me that's what happened. My voice wasn't strong enough and, it, and it's not. But Vince was great. 
It's just sad what happened to him. A lot of rough stuff in that camp. As a final note before we wrap it up, when you think of Rod Stewart, we haven't mentioned his name at all. Is there just one funny time or story that comes to mind? Oh, well, I mean, I think back. The last album I did with Rod was Smiler. And we were doing a Chuck Berry song called Sweet Little Rock and Roller. And Mickey Wallow, the drummer, had a boxer dog called Zach. He'd always bring it down to the studio. And this dog was sitting there right in front of his bass drum. And he'd just sit there while we were recording. I was on piano and the wrong word launched into the uh, first Chuck Berry riff, and da, 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 you know, doing his thing. The minute he started playing, Zach, Mickey's dog, starts barking. You know, <laughs> so, like, woof, woof. So it's like riffing back and forth. Like, woof, woof. It was incredible. But we could barely keep playing with it. It was so funny. And this is all live in the studio, and the barking's leaking into all the mics and everything. And, and you go, woof, woof, and that bronze going, da, 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 you know, and we launched into the song. We managed to keep it together. We finished the song and we ended up using that. Great. That's on the album. Sweet little rock and roller featuring <laughs> Mickey's dog, Zach. Everybody thought it was very, very funny. And it was. And it was a really impromptu thing. And Rod <laughs> ended up using it on the album. We'll use that one to, to go out with, and that'll be a fun one. And uh, <laughs> the great Pete Sears and Moon Alice, they have their new Full Moon Alice Volume 1 that folks can look for. And maybe if you want to just hit a little something on your keyboard to say goodbye to us, if there's a, oh, well, a favorite little jam. <laughs> Perfect. It's perfect. I'm high-fiving you, giving hugs, and thank you, Pete. It's great. Pete Sears on the show today and a lot of fun, brother. See you, mate. Be safe. Aloha. Bye. Aloha.